Alright. I don't know how to begin. I keep thinking of what I want to say or how I want to say it. And uh, it's like, I think to be vulnerable, I have to be vulnerable everywhere. I have to be vulnerable here. So I've been conditioned. <clears throat> I've been conditioned to call things something else and to think I'm at fault for other people's feelings. It's called codependency. And uh, codependent men attract uh, what's called a, I've learned that they attract uh, what's called a, I learned this from memes. I learned this from an author. <laughs> so, of sorts anyway. But uh, they're published. But uh, no, you know what I mean. I don't want to name anybody or say the context, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You probably know who I'm talking about, <clears throat> if you know me. Uh, I talked to somebody recently. I had an, uh, an abandonment of sorts and then at work, and then two days later I had uh, a former fiancé who we were trying to get back together, and, and uh, she decided we weren't going to do that again and had you know a plethora of reasons why, you know, if I improved as a human being, why the relationship that's the relationship would finally be able to move forward uh, if I was a better person. And I thought, you know, yeah, that might be true. Um, and I, you know, reflected on it and I felt bad, you know, I'm just a failure. Yeah, I suck at, I suck at relating to women. I suck at um, being a good coworker, I, you know. I'm barely a good parent, you know. That's why I only have them half the time and I'm sitting in a room by myself again. <laughs> so it was a miserable time. It was a miserable couple of days, that's for sure. That is for sure. And uh, came to terms with a lot of things or had to, be, had to face a lot of things. Got blindsided by lots of things, several things. And uh, then I got a phone call and uh, work started looking better. And then I got another phone call and work got a lot better. And it's going to be hard as hell, but it's, um, there'll be growth. <laughs> it'll, it'll bear fruit, but Jesus, it's going to be really hard. But it's also, I've gotten um, this amazing warmth, <clears throat> this amazing warmth. Uh, but I was abandoned for sure, and it was personal. It was personal. It wasn't completely not my fault. I was disconnecting in a lot of ways, but but uh, there was it was a, it was a perfect storm. Hold on, I need some water. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I should pause it or hit the mute thing, mute button there. But it's not that professional. Not like I'm making any money off of this or something. So, and then two days later, my girlfriend, they were trying to work things out. My life partner, a woman who's telling me I'm her one and only, I'm the one. 
from her one true love. And I believe her. I still believe that, actually. It's a long story. But I do still believe that. Uh, I believed her, what she said to me. I believed what she told me. So I, um, she said, we're going to have a separation. It'll be a couple years. And we'll see what happens. But I have to let her go now. And she was, it was a Jordan Peterson reference that she makes. That was the thing. Everything was always kind of cryptic or is. It's all these messaging and spirituality and the next guru and the next quick fix, the next um, system for healing and perpetual healing and identity in healing, identity in uh, personal growth rather than personal responsibility. And that's a lost point. But I was in that relationship and in others with women because I haven't had that many. I was codependent. When I dated them, I don't know if I was. I just know I was told I was amazing in every way, shape, and form by people that were probably just as desperate as me to hear those things. Um or to have those things validated in them because they came from, you know, damaged people from damaged relationships with damaged emotions. And there we were trying to relate to one another in the only way we could, you know, thinking we're all sophisticated and mature with our poly this and our open whatever the hell and everybody's, it's especially if you go north, it seems especially if you go north. So, but if you're not down with any of that, um, you'll, have, you, you'll have problems out there, especially on the dating apps. People talk about monogamy, but no, that's not what, they're, they're, that's not what people are looking for on those at all. That is not what they're looking for. So the codependent male attracts... <laughs> the female covert narcissist. And uh, that takes some unpackaging. That's an overused term. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of passe now. Now now people are using the term bandwidth. You know, we don't have the, I have the bandwidth right now to explain that, you know, or to understand it really. In a, and so I'm going to have to read something somebody else wrote. You know, the people say that term. It's, it's a pseudo-intellectual. That's an old term that's I think is uh, not used enough. But anyhow, is that judgmental of me? Did it sound snotty? Did it sound judgmental? See, now if you're with a, a narcissistic female, they would think that you're just judging them right now. You judge everybody. You're always judging everyone. You're always, you always do that. Like you're always analyzing everybody and judging everybody. <laughs> Said the person that is analyzing you. So it gets weird. It gets weird. So if you're me or like me, you have complex PTSD, so you perform for love because you don't realize, hold on, I have an itch on my ear. If you don't realize that when person after person after person is like, no, you're great, you're great, you're great, and it's like, I know, and they go, no, you don't seem like you feel that way. You don't seem like you really think that. You don't really think that, though. And, and you're going, yeah, I do, and you're just, you're hiding. And you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. 
And then, and then you meet this woman that's like perfect. I mean, absolutely perfect. That's how you feel. That's how I felt. And then they tell you these things. You're amazing. You're what every woman wants. You're, you're not just what I want in a man. Like you check boxes. You, you touch emotions. You, you know, all the superficial stuff, all the, the regular stuff, the practical matters. You're, you're all that. But then on deeper levels. And when she told me that, that was that. That was it. Uh, physical touch and words of affirmation. And she knew what to say to me. And it was sincere. She meant it. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't want to not feel that way ever. I wanted, I wanted to feel like that forever. I didn't ever want to not feel like that. Um, I was perfect to her. Like I believed it. I was like, wow. And not realizing, oh, wait, that's because I didn't really believe it myself. And not that I'm perfect. It's like, why, why do I have to be perfect? Why do I have? Oh, oh, I'm seeking my mother's undying love. Like I'm not in love with my mom, but that's what I'm, I'm like, I'm seeking somebody to be like, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. You're good enough to be loved on the deepest levels, the most intimate levels. You're worthy of that. You're one of them. You're one of those guys, those perfectly masculine, perfect men that every woman dreams of. Because <laughs> hadn't heard that. Hadn't heard anything close to that ever. And she told me that. And I believed her. I still believe that. I still believe her. She said she meant it. There's just other problems. So that's hard to let go of. That's really hard to let go of. Um, and people go, oh, you'll find that again. Like, it's, I'm 51. And it happened just like a few months ago. Like, that was it. Um, and then to find out, like, I, I'm talking to people that know, couples therapists, therapists, plural. Oh, you know, yeah, you're codependent as hell. But it seems like you're doing this and this and this to address these matters and address the different presentations, the different symptoms of it, if you will. I don't like the term symptoms, but it seems like you're doing all these things, Steve. You're looking things in the face. And then they describe what they hear. You know, they, I don't want to diagnose anybody, but I do it for a living. And from what you're telling me and people tell me things and that's how I diagnose them. So what you're telling me is, um, you know, it's, there's borderline and there's narcissism and, and it's, I'm like, that's, what does that mean? How could a female be a narcissist? I thought that was only like, you know, men with roid rage or something. I don't know. I don't know. The guy, the, the, the middle-aged guys that still have really good hair and a gym membership, that's the narcissists. Think that they're God's gift. They think they're great, and they're not. Like, that. that's the nar... No, 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 no. It's way more complex than that. That's what I'm going to talk about next time. And I'm going to talk about the 
way the relationship went is if anybody cares. Since nobody's listening anyway, I'm going to be myself and express what I need to and want to. So um, I love all you people, and I love that, um, again, one door closes, another door opens, like at work. Uh, it was catastrophic what happened. It was catastrophic. I had to take time off, I swear to God. It was bad. I had a, I had act, I had very real emotions happening that were, I was barely in control of, for real. And then the relationship, um, my most significant relationship outside of my marriage ever, and kaput. Two days later, and it was bad. Things were bad. <laughs> Things were bad. So. I want to talk about that. I need to. And uh, I'll call it a podcast. <laughs> so if nobody wants to hear the next one, that's you know what it's about. So it's going to be about covert narcissism. And I guess also about covert narcissism and then how it attracts the codependent person that it can, it can uh, elevate and win the loyalty of and then it beats the crap out of them because it doesn't like itself. So it feels powerful when it punches this actually strong, capable being who doesn't know it. So it elevates them to that place and it makes them realize that and then starts to pick them apart. And I'll tell you to tell you so as well. I pick you apart. I need you to hold space for me while I do it. Anyway, we're going to get to that. Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably somebody who knows me. Um, I love you. Um, may you be healthy and may you be happy and may you be loved. And realize when a door closes, um, just breathe in and out. And another door is about to open. And that's in relationships too. Um, Jesus, I hope so. I hope so. I hope, I hope I meet her soon. I hope she finds me first. Um, namaste. Namaste.